In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents the Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed, because after all, it's only one day of your life. What's up, Betches? Welcome to Betches Brides. It's our new podcast here at Betches. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker, and today I am so excited. Uh, I have our first lady of the podcast, so welcome. It's about time. And also... Wedding dress designer, like girl, fashion all over the pit, fashion all over the place. Haley Page, welcome to the show. Woohoo! Thank you. Oh my gosh! First of all, I'm obsessed with your dresses. They are like princess fluffy dreams come true. Yes. I hope that's a, a description you like. Champagne and dress form, baby. I just mean it as a compliment. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm so I'm actually I was married. I am divorced, and I'm going to get married again. And girl. You are going to design my wedding well, dress. I am ready for it and up for the challenge. I am so excited to have you here. So we, okay, we have a lot to get to. We have a game to play. We have a lot of DMs from audience members. People are just, they are here and they massively need help with everything wedding. And what is more important in a wedding than your freaking dress? I'm going to say nothing. <laughs> Do you agree? You know... I, I gotta be PC in this and say it's probably the marriage, but oh what? Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> but you know, fashion-wise, definitely the dress. I have a question. Yes. Do you think the dress is the first thing any bride should really do in terms of planning her wedding? Because do you think the whole wedding revolves around the dress? Like, think Carrie Bradshaw, Sex and the City. Remember that damn dress? It like it took over the wedding. It was the dress's fault. I know. And the the dress can command that. You know, it can really hold the whole theme yes. to the wedding. So it is it's definitely the place I would start the minute I would get engaged. Should the dress command the vibe? Not necessarily. Okay. I like to think it does. <laughs> um, just because there's so much to work with, especially with all the design elements that go into it and just the vibe and the feeling of it. And it really does represent the commitment in a fashion form. And I think that's pretty cool. I totally agree. Okay, so before we get into the nitty-gritty of weddings and the industry and how to pick the best dress for your body and blah, 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 I just want to talk about how you got into wedding dress design. It's very interesting because fashion is fashion, but wedding is very specific. It's super niche. So how did you get into this portion of the fashion world? I grew up on Disney princesses. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I could so feel that vibe and I love it. I'm not ashamed. I love it so much. Um, Who's your favorite princess? Sleeping Beauty, right? Aurora, gotta be. <gasps> oh my God! Or Mulan, They're, which is like. Well, I don't really know what Mulan, what, what dress Mulan's wearing that I would want to walk down the aisle in. But <laughs> Belle, I mean, there's actually a dress that I just saw. Uh, I was looking on Kleinfeld's for you know your stuff, and I fell in love. It was like this striped material, and it was um like it was like off the shoulder. What would you call that? Like a, it's not a cap sleeve. It's like a. It's off the shoulder. It's an yeah. off the shoulder. Mm -hmm. it, and I was like. 
I'm having such princess vibes, like preppy princess vibes, like Nantucket bride vibes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the stripes are the. That's been an iconic fabric for us, tone on tone organza. Oh my god! And it's not your run of the mill lace and floral. So I think it's it's fun for the spunky bride, the offbeat bride. Yep. Yeah, we love that one. So that's the question. So who do you design for when you're designing? Who are you thinking of? Is there a specific person? Is it you? What's the vibe? The vibe is really a girl that has a charming sense of self, a good sense for adventure. She's got a lot of hustle and a lot of heart. And I think she's not afraid to really take a fashion risk and really express her personality when it comes to her dress. Mm-hmm. Um, but she wants it to feel like her. Yep. So whatever her personality is, and it's always personality based for me, especially in designing, um, which is weird because I think a lot of designers really do look to artistic things to kind of drive the the design details. But for me, it's those little special nuances in life that really set her soul on fire and make her feel like it's speaking to her. I will say, even like looking at your collection, I feel like you are designing for a specific type of girl, but that it's like a personality trait and then all different types of tastes and styles. Like I really got a feel for that because a lot of times when you you. look at a designer, when I was looking for my dress, I tried on, I would say, um, a thousand and one dresses. And of course, I end up going back to my first one (laughs) that I tried on. You know what? That happens so often. It's crazy. And what's so great right now about the landscape in general is that girls are not afraid to be themselves and Mm -hmm. really express themselves. And they're more willing now than ever to kind of take a risk and do something different and really be unique equal park chic but like I love it because it creates this incredible platform to design on so many different levels Uh and really not be afraid to think about how a certain dress does not have to speak to everyone right it can speak specifically to one girl now and that's pretty exciting you don't have to be everything to everyone so I I love love it well I will say I loved my dress um I am divorced so I get one hopefully only one more try at this again you know sometimes second time (laughs) is the best time so I'm I'm all for it. But, um, but, and I really, I really did love my dress, but I will say this, it wasn't me. You know what I mean? I knew what I wanted. I couldn't find it. It wasn't me. I wish you were around when I got married. I'm around now because and we're, we're going to do this girl, for the second time. I'm, I was looking through, I was like, that's me. That's me. I love that. You Need just, it. you really nail it. Like, Thank did you. you recognize that there was a void in the industry and that everybody was kind of doing the same thing and it, you were coming to do something a little bit different? I really do believe the original motto I had coming into becoming and building Haley Page was don't bring sand to the beach. There was a lot of of designers already in the marketplace and it felt a little bit antiquated to me. Yep. Uh, There wasn't as much color and there wasn't like crop tops. And um, I think what I wanted to do was really have purpose and say something with these dresses and speak for a generation that just wants to feel like an offbeat beauty. You mm. know, she's, everyone is flawed in a way, but they want to feel awesome. So like flossom is the term we're going with, especially when it comes to thinking about what's right for you. Um, and I, I did feel like there was a bit of a void in the marketplace in this specific aesthetic. And what's great is that although we put a lot of dresses down the runway in color, we also offer them in ivory. Yes. But there's such a celebration in skin tone now. It's nice to know that you don't have to feel confined to all white. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of magic would be compromised, especially like our Lumi gown is a blue moon color and it has all these stars and and crystals in it that are all ivory. So you still get the ivory tones. Yes. But then it also has this beautiful chameleon effect when it's outside. It looks like it's ivory one moment and then blue the next. Lavender in another. And it's like Sleeping Beauty when they're changing the colors of the dresses. And I'm like, this is magical. Oh my God. I love that. How do these designs come to you? I interviewed a wedding designer. I'm not going to say her name years ago. And she said, 
that God came to her in her sleep. Well, he didn't visit me um, in that capacity quite like that. But, um, you know, it's funny. I will say that on occasion, I will dream of a dress. No. And somebody was telling me I got to keep a dream journal so that I can remember them because I'm I'm always like in my dreams. Oh, yeah, I'm totally going to remember this later. And then, and then nothing. And then it's lost. So I can't imagine how many dresses I must have lost. But on occasion, I do think of it and remember it and I'll sketch it up that day. But for me, like... It's not so much about inspiration striking as much as it's sparking flashes of joy. So like with every opportunity, with every dress, there is an opportunity to say something. Yes. And to have fun with the creative expression of it. And it's like storytelling. So it's almost how a chef would prepare different meals, thinking about those ingredients. And so it's kind of this endless area to be playful and imaginative and you know, run with it. Anytime you feel something or hear something or see a girl or, or a personality kind of strikes, you know, where it, it's like, she's super sassy. She's going to need a sassy gown, you yeah. know? And then you think, okay, what's a sassy gown? <laughs> you know, she's got a sassy back, but she's got a plunging neckline too. And you then, bet your ass you know, she does. I want to show them It's so funny. Okay. So, uh, who are some of the most fun people to design for? Um, Okay, so I love dressing for The Bachelorettes. Okay. Um, most recently, we did Lauren Leyendijk's dress. Uh, she got married at Haiku Mill in Maui. And we did a really fun approach to the design process by being really collaborative in the beginning. We had her come to the runway show and see what she liked, you know, just take it in. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of picked her favorite elements. And we did like a Build-A-Bear workshop, only it was building a dress. I love this. And we created the Lauren dress. And we had such... An amazing response to it. I mean, she wore that thing like stunna stunna all over the place. Looked just was so amazing. And she was pregnant too. And oh so my God. we put it on the collection and it's now like a dress that everybody loves and, and wants to have. And so I love getting to do that kind of customization, which really isn't what we do. We're a collection say, based. Do you do business. a lot of custom? No, we don't. And we're we really do try to hone in on the collection based thing because we want to be the design resource for girls. We want it to, we want to make their process easy. Yes. And I think when you think about a custom gown, expensive. It's expensive and you have to make so many decisions Ugh. and it gets overwhelming and if you're not designing dresses on a regular basis, it can become really overwhelming. Yeah. So I like being the designer for them, being a resource and on occasion if there's a certain customization she wants like a bodice and a skirt swap or right. let's take off the sleeves or let's change the color, we can do those little things. So I think that's important to do and to think about you know you do want to personalize your dress but you don't want to get into the business of completely customizing because it can be really really adding a lot more to to a very overfilled plate of production when it comes to a wedding I like to talk money because I'm inappropriate so um how much more thousands how many many of thousands of dollars more is it to customize versus like a collection it's exponential I I would say it's double if not triple the cost really Um, yeah because really when it comes to business building and business modeling, the way our manufacturing is set up is so that we can design collections every, you know, twice a year. Right. And when you start to customize, you basically have to stop your development and your production process to develop this one dress. So you're holding off on all these other dresses that you're making for the collection and all these other brides that have made decisions to make this one piece. And we have a full sample room in New York, but we're working on a million things at once. So to add something in that's very customized, it kind of has to be special and it has to be a moment that we feel speaks to our brand and and speaks to the greater purpose of what we're doing. 
Um, but there are plenty of designers out there that do work from custom, but it's it's mainly their business. It's a custom business. Also, can we talk price point? Like, what's your range, really? So right now, our range for Haley Page gowns are twenty five hundred to seven thousand, which is a nice. That's a really range. great range. It yeah. is. Um, and then our blush gowns, which is the lower price point line, runs from twelve hundred to twenty five hundred. Wow. So that's great. It's nice to kind of cover a bigger spectrum um, because budgets are all over the place these days. All over. And you really want to feel that you're catering to a bigger you're speaking to a bigger audience while still maintaining the luxury status of your brand so that's like a nice balance that we like to think about but if if you're going to customize something I I would expect to spend upwards of 12,000 Woo! I I, especially if you're going to a designer um and it's not their main business (laughs) but even if it is their main business it can be even more I, I know custom couture designers and the dress, there's no limit on the budget. Like no, I mean, I have a friend that wore a $17,000 dress. Yeah. And quite frankly, it was not that pretty. What? Aww. <laughs> Just well, as long as it was pretty to her, you know, then that's, there, then we go. I don't think she actually liked it She didn't much. like it. And you know, see, this is the problem too, is like it can become such a process. Yeah. And when you start making changes along the way, and trust me, I know like every dress goes through a different evolution. Yeah. There are times I get to the very end stage and I'm like, over it <laughs> right the next and you've been working on it for six months and it's just like it's so sad but it happens so you were married what was your wedding dress experience like so yes I was married don't want to go we're um, in a club together here this yeah is a safe we, place. I am happy to be in this club too for Me many too. reasons um but I it was very weird being a bride because yeah. it felt like the the tooth fairy losing a tooth <laughs> Like, okay, is there going to be money under my pillow? Yeah, I exactly. don't know. Like, <laughs> do I give myself money? It's like a plastic surgeon when they want surgery goes to themselves. I know. <laughs> Let me just, yeah, put some lidocaine. Up. No. Exactly. <laughs> um, but actually, I was, I was at the time of my life, um, I was very much just being experimental. Uh-huh. Um, and so I didn't put as much pressure on myself. I was so excited to design dresses and just be like, okay. I'm going to wear a bunch of them because I know I'm going to change my mind. I know I'm going to want something different in six months. So I'm just going to treat it like it's a collection and just do what speaks to me in that moment. How many did you have? So I had three on the day of and then I had like the wardrobe. So the night before and the day after and stuff. And I'll say even till now, like I really look forward to doing it again. (laughs) Same. Totally. So let's, yeah, high five to that. Well, I was going to ask you, so what do you think about the trend of like people changing dresses twice three times 10 times throughout the course of their wedding are you so here for it i am here for it okay and i'm never leaving you've lived it you've learned it you're going back and, <laughs> and i'm going it back into it literally now explain yes. why it's so magical to get to change your dress that many times in one night so here's the thing like i totally understand why you'd want to stay in your dress and have one look because yeah. it's so special and the minute you put that dress on, you're not going to want to take it off. No. And I had that issue too. Like even knowing I had outfit changes, I was like, oh my God, I'm not ready to say bye to it. So it is, it actually is really challenging. But I think what's really fun is that being a bride, you have all this pomp and pageantry. And if you really subscribe to the culture of it all and just have fun with it um, and try not to put too much pressure on yourself and just make it yours, it it really is going to be the time of your life. So also, you're very well known for a pop of color. We talked a little bit about that before. Um, was that a trend that existed when you came into the game or was that something that you felt like needed to happen? I felt like it needed to happen and I definitely am not going to be the the ringleader in saying, you know, we, we were the first to put color into dresses. Um, but I feel like it's so much more acceptable now and there are girls really on the hunt for that. Um, what percentage of brides would you say are looking for a pop of color? Ooh, 
I'm okay. So dresses that we actually offer color in, yes, it's fifty fifty. Wow. Uh, however, that wouldn't translate to across the board, right? So it's kind of interesting. It's what's great about it is that it makes me more open to the idea of offering color for almost every single dress, like a different look. Also, regionally, what are you seeing in trends? Like, are there New York regional trends versus like California versus like Ohio? A little bit. Um, it's a it's more of a melting pot now because there's so many different brides living in different areas. And I think with the power of social media, even we're such a visual um, and picture based demographic now. Oh yeah, I mean, it's all about the Instagram. The visuals we picture. see every day, and so the message is getting across. Like fashion is really transcending faster and faster now. So. The trends are moving faster and there's there's just more out there too. And so it's harder to kind of compartmentalize into these regions. But typically in, I would say in the middle America area, you, you still have a little bit more of a, a cleaner, polished, traditional look. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that is pretty bold to say because you go to Denver and there are girls that are like, I want a champagne color dress. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's kind of tough. But just to know that there is that bride out there across the board, whether it's I want something traditional, I want boho, I want magical Disney princess, I want romance equals chic, you know, or part romance, part sexiness, like that girl's out there. So there's so many and it's fun. You just got to grab, grab that net and catch that beautiful butterfly. You hear that? You do you, boo. Don't listen to your mom. She doesn't know shit. <laughs> Unless she's paying for it, then we kind of have to compromise. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about that. How fun is that to watch? Oh my gosh. You know, it's, <laughs> I really picks the dress. <laughs> the bride always picks it. Okay, good. I found, and she's, she's commanding herself even, even better now than it was just 10 years ago. Um, but in a very respectful and graceful way. And I'm not seeing as many bridezillas. I got to be honest. What? I'm really not. Are they just like evolving and getting better at hiding it? I, I don't. Maybe their people <laughs> skills are like top notch. But I find most brides to be so happy and enjoyable to work with. Um, and Is on that occasion, a change? Or, you know, maybe like... Maybe. I, I feel that just the mantra across the board is happier. Maybe um, because people are allowed to, like you said, just like we're breaking tradition. We're allowed to do more. Yeah. There's not so many boundaries and rules. I love that. It's The stress usually comes with either the entourage when the mom is leaning a different way. Like one of the, t- the typical things would be she doesn't want her to do a colored dress, but right. the bride wants to do pink or something like that. Exactly. Or it's budget. Like budget is a big factor for, for creating stress. Yeah. Like you want a dress that's has all the bells and whistles and it doesn't fit in your, your price point. And that is like the biggest bummer and stress, stressful thing. So what is your advice to a bride who is maybe in that position? I always recommend going to trunk shows and okay. really doing your research online, Instagram, following your favorite designers, making sure you know when they're having special events. Because at our trunk shows, we offer anywhere from 10 to 15% off. And if there's a designer, like if I come to the trunk show, usually I throw in freebies and I'm like, a dress for you and a dress for you. Are you kidding me? Where well, are like, trunk shows? <laughs> Kleinfeld is probably the biggest one that we have and it's in New York. So Amazing. that's where Say Yes to the Dress is filmed. And we like to really do it up at those places. <laughs> Speaking of which, so TLC, Say Yes to the Dress, did this like thing in Central Park where 52 brides got married yes and you did every single dress so we didn't do every single dress it was a compilation of dresses from Kleinfeld okay Randy Finoli is the host of the show and I'm America's bridesmaid so I was a bridesmaid for 52 girls oh shut up and it was like the greatest day ever and it was so hot so I sweat through my dress oh my god (laughs) But I got to tell you, it was so crazy because when they put this project together, I was like, wow, what a unique idea to have 52 brides, including Puerto Rico and D.C. And we found them. 
we found each of the 52 address and they all looked so unique and so different. And, you know, Randy even said this too, but it was like, it felt like Miss Congeniality where they're like all helping each other, like get ready. Oh my God. Who was the Sandra Bullock? It was like I was in heaven. I just, honestly, all of them, they were just so supportive and I just, I felt so much heart and like soul yesterday. It's like, I cried. I was like a mess. I was the worst bridesmaid ever. No, that's the best bridesmaid. I Well, hopefully, (laughs) but I I probably can't reveal too much more, but it was literally the best day and I can't wait for it to air. I think people are really going to be inspired. When is it going to air? Do you know? Um, not until January. Not until January. Yeah, okay, but we'll, we'll beginning keep of next our year. Eyes and ears open for that one. Yes, please do. America's bridesmaid. Yeah, and Look people. There were spectators, and people were like, you know, getting stuff up on social, and I was like, don't reveal too much because <laughs> people need to tune in. It's amazing. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just $98 a month. You can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh Uh-oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BRIDES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BRIDES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code BRIDES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. So I want to know about trends and dresses that you see, like like the new trends that are up and coming that either you're working on or other bridal designers are also like kind of moving towards. Yes. So I would say one of the biggest trends right now is having some type of interchangeability. So either a skirt comes off or I a, had you know, a skirt that came off. Yeah. And you get two looks in one, basically. So I did a, keep it on, though, because I loved it. It was almost like a peekaboo because it was, it was oh, like a cape cute. skirt. So I, it was like the illusion of a princess, but then like with like this, the sleekness of a sheath. Oh, I love it. I liked it. It was it was it was great. See, and it's nice to feel like you have versatility. Hello. Exactly. <laughs> Style okay. maven here. Okay, so something that comes off. So something that comes off. Okay. Um, like, and so then, if it's not like a skirt like that, though, then what could it be? Like, is it like um, a detachable sleeve? Like love. the one that you mentioned with the stripes, like those sleeves actually come off. So you Shut can your strapless. face. Yeah. <gasps> I will not. Okay. Oh my God. So that's yeah. for the ceremony and then like party. And then strapless. party and you can shimmy shimmy your shoulder. And then my boobs will pop out and then my dad will be horrified and will be ruined everything. And you know what? It's a moment. So <laughs> weddings all have moments. Not sure that's the moment I'm going for. <laughs> um, what's a trend that you think is like kind of passe and over that maybe brides should maybe if you know if they're trying to be on the cutting edge avoid um this might be an underwhelming response which i don't love but i would say throwing a sash on the waist boom you know just like a sash that ties in the back or something um i i particularly don't i don't i'm not attracted to the idea of having like this gorgeous white dress and then throwing like a black sash on it 
I know. Um, because if it wasn't like part of the design, like I love a good sparkle belt, like don't get me wrong, but I think a, yeah. a sash, like those, those looks of it, just kind of tying in the back or something it, it kind of overtakes the dress sometimes that's kind of like um like the hats of like our mom's weddings in the 80s and 70s which are totally back now and i'm so for the hat no don't no really for real <laughs> yes. for real. oh my are gosh sure i think that? i wouldn't be surprised if those come back <laughs> okay so speaking of hats and belts accessories let's talk about your line and expect in in coordination with accessories yes so most recently we just launched a new diamond collection with hearts on fire okay so when you say diamonds you mean like like real diamonds. My engagement ring? Yes. Shut your face. So we have engagement rings, we have wedding bands, <gasps> and we have empowerment bands. What's the dealio with this? So, uh, well, first of all, um, we're so excited because this is a really cool partnership. This brand has been around for a long time and they have a proprietary cut. Okay. What's really cool about their diamonds is you turn it upside down and it has eight perfect hearts cut into the shape of the diamond. I love that. But it creates the most brilliant <gasps> diamond. And it's it like sparkles like you wouldn't believe. And even like a smaller size diamond looks bigger than it is oh, because of this. You're speaking my language because now so I'm going to have to be buying, special. I'm going to buy an engagement ring for myself and then one for my girlfriend. Yes, and then one for your pinky ring because that's what well, I did. Well, duh, because you know what? I just, like, <laughs> what's budget? Exactly. Who <laughs> Let me cares? See we have a sparkle diamonds on oh our pinkies. Oh my God! Yes, so it's this is brilliant. my empowerment ring and I'm not married anymore but I was like, you know, I'm going to treat myself and wear an engagement ring on my pinky ring. <laughs> Your fucking goals. <laughs> I love that. So yeah, the collection is amazing. It's available um, all over the United States on heartsonfire.com and all that. So That's incredible. And stores. Yeah, You're just well. like weddings 360. You know, I feel like it's important to address all facets of the wedding wardrobe. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. What are some of the biggest mistakes that you think brides make when shopping for a dress? I feel if it's over-intellectualized, you become too caught up in your head. It gets harder to make a decision. Okay. And I also think if you bring too many opinions to your uh, to your shopping appointment, it can really overwhelm you and cloud your vision of what you want. Um, because you don't want it to really be like this, okay, what's your opinion? What's your opinion? Because then you just feel the like worst. you're pleasing everyone. You got to go with your gut girl. And you really do. And a lot of girls still can, even if they have that peanut gallery. But yeah. it's just nicer to kind of limit the stress in the shopping experience. But also, don't stress if you can't find the dress. You know, don't, I mean, I again, I tried on a thousand and one and I went back yeah. to my first one. But I almost got a dress that, swear to God, looked like fucking Les Miserables. And I would have looked ridiculous. Oh, and no. my mom didn't stop me. And that makes you me feel like she like, doesn't really love oh, me that mom, much. mom, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you? Like, Where were you? <laughs> the bottom came off so I could do a dance of single ladies. I don't even understand it. Well, that sounds fun. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's a wedding. There's no, I'm not the, I'm, not, I'm no longer the single lady. It's wedding and a show. <laughs> Dinner and theater exactly. at my wedding. Thank you. Um, thank God I went back to the original <laughs> one. Um, do you think that we can ever wear our dresses again in any way, shape, or form? Like repurposing dresses? Is that even a possibility? Or is it like, girl, bye, get over it? It's rare. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to give a hard no to it, but we do have a few dresses where you could take off the skirt. Oh. Um, especially trumpet shapes. Okay. So uh, we have this one dress called the glazer gown, and um, you can basically remove the bottom part of the dress and wear the top part as like a sexy little bandage dress. Oh, Like for your one-year anniversary, and I think that's up. cute. I love that. Now that's for yeah. real repurposing. Exactly. But not across the board. It depends. Right. If you're going for like a full-blown princess and everything is together, no. there's like no pieces that come off. No I chance. mean, like, girl. Yeah. And, and there's also like, sometimes they ask, can I dye the dress? And I never recommend that because there's so many layers and like nuances to the dress that won't die. And yeah. Yeah. 
I, I wanted to dye my navy blue. You did. See, yeah. it's very common. But I never. I, I did never it. did. Well, maybe we should now <laughs> because it's also a zero. So that's you know I'm just gonna give up on that one. Maybe I'll donate it or something. Any tips for women who are picking out dresses in terms of like body shape? Like what's right for your body? Like how, what should you go towards? Also, I feel like a big thing is like, I'm going to pick this dress because in six months it's going to fit me. Is that a good idea, a common idea, or a very bad idea? So it's definitely common. Okay. Um, and it's important to think about your body shape and what you want to highlight. Okay. But I do not subscribe to the idea of dressing for your shape. I'm going to put the kibosh on that across the board. Fuck yeah. Because because I feel that every girl wants to accent or highlight a certain part of their body and who are we to basically dictate that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you really aren't going to know what you want until you have the dress on. And it's our job as designers to make dresses flattering for you. Um, and when you have a dress, when you're already going into an appointment feeling limited and saying, okay, I'm so on so pear-shaped, like who the hell invented that? I'm sorry, but like that's A man, awful. probably. I know, probably. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, men. We sorry. Sorry. Um, but I hate that. Um, and there's so many gorgeous types of silhouettes out there and I don't want a girl to go in limiting already. Like I'm not going to put on a ball gown cause I'm going to feel like a cupcake and like, wait, please try the ball gown cause you might just totally fall in love with it and it has a low back. So it's also a sexy ball gown. So I try to just say like, get rid of that idea yep. and just think about what maybe you want to highlight. Like, Oh, I love the idea of a plunging neckline. Great. Let's start there. Or I want to show off my booty. So let's get you in a fit to flare girl. Like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Being more of a positive spin on it. And we also have a, a size inclusive measuring chart now. So Amazing. there's no like categorizing. It's like, we just have shapes across the board yeah you have girls coming in that are like 411 too so it's like we have to think about seriously we have to think about girls that are six foot tall it doesn't like whether they're curvy maybe they're not maybe they're h line like it's just there's so much so it's like we need to have be accessible to all shapes and sizes when did you see the change occur in the fashion and wedding industry to really be accommodating all shapes and sizes very recently i know which is so sad it's crazy but i'm glad that we're getting on it and seeing like you know, there is women everywhere and they're every shape and size. And it's like, come on, let's, let's I feel like 10 years ago, <laughs> the entire industry was like, I don't know, just like figure it out and lose 15 pounds. And now it's like, fuck that. Yeah. Do you, you're gorgeous as is. And yeah. there is a dress for you out there. The limit does not exist. There are no limitations anymore. That's a mean girl's quote. <laughs> Say it again. The limit does not exist. <laughs> um. Okay. I want to make sure I get all these questions. Um, oh, okay. So I'm going to give you a venue and I want you to tell me the type of dress that you think would work appropriately in that arena. Okay. But I'm going to be bad at this because I feel again, like you can't let the venue dictate the dress. Right. Or the dress dictate the venue because I've seen girls wear long sleeves in the middle of July in like, outside in like 100 degree weather and kill it and crush it okay so you're actually so we can actually just scrap it you can say so there is no such thing as like this is the type of dress you wear to a beach wedding or this is the type to a vineyard wedding or a barn wedding or like a ball a, a ballroom wedding yeah i i don't agree with i don't really agree with the the whole like pairing things up especially okay. because right now it's so nice to have this juxtaposition Yes. And something unexpected. And right. there's such a magic in it. Like, oh, I did not expect that dress in this space. And it kind of creates this magic on its own. So I kind of like that more. Okay. 
So again, I'm the worst at games. You do you boo. <laughs> no, you're not. Because you do you boo. Wait, yeah. so let's play a, a different game. Okay, I'll play it. This one is you can't lose at it. <laughs> Sorry, I hate your game. <laughs> it's a fuck my game. Okay, this game's amazing. You can't say fuck my game in this one. Okay, uh, it's called Bridezilla or Bridechilla. Okay, so I'm gonna give a scenario, and you tell me if you would be a bridezilla about it or a bridechill about okay, it. Okay, like me personally, yeah, you personally, like, fight it to the death or just like psh, let it go. Cool. Okay, yeah. your husband is still close with an ex girlfriend and insists on inviting her to the wedding. Bridezilla a million times over. <gasps> a million times die. Times cut a your million penis times off. Of infinity and yes, cut. <laughs> cut from the team. <laughs> Lorena Bob with that shit. Are you kidding me? Yeah, Can no, you even in in a million can't. years imagine that? I just cannot. No, and I will not. <laughs> I shan't, and I can't. I shan't, and I can't. <laughs> okay, so we agree on that one. There's not really much more to say. It's like bridezilla, hardcore yeah. to the floor, uh-huh. and maybe even consider like getting rid of this guy before Goodbye. you marry him. Like this is a bad sign. Who? I don't understand the insistence on being friends with exes. Nope, don't get like, it. And you know what? If you want to be friends Hard with them, no. like it's a private thing between the two of you. <laughs> Okay, uh, your mother-in-law to be invites herself to your dress shopping appointment, even though you have a tense relationship with her. Ooh, uh, I'm triggered. I'm I bet you're triggered by this one. I would say bridechilla, which is weird because no, it's the appropriate thing to do. I'm just trying to be a responsible adult. But you know what? It's it's really hard. That would be really tough. You know what I would actually do is book another appointment. Like after or before, actually before. Okay, <laughs> because so before, like, and then you like, could say yes to the dress before, and then have just like you know, okay, a I'm moment like after with it's her. a faux dress trying on for her. Yes, it's like oh my god, this am is I genius. manipulative? I no, know. you're totally oh, manipulative, and I love <laughs> okay. it. No, so you're actually the or biggest strategic. bridezilla. <laughs> yeah. so this is uba bridezilla, yeah. but you're it's beyond masquerading as a bridezilla. That's so genius. I'm telling you, when it comes to the in-laws, manipulate, manipulate, manipulate. I actually, why uh, X and I, when we were shopping for our like, we were registering at Barney's, which was obnoxious, FYI. Um, Like my my family in Boston, I'm like, they're like, what's a Barney's? I'm like, it's a store in New York City. It's a purple dinosaur. (laughs) Exactly. So we went there and she kind of like showed up, like very Sex and City, um, Charlotte and Troy, or Trey, Trey. Yeah, remember when Bunny shows up to pick out a bed frame and it's like, get the fuck out of here, Bunny. Bunny, go hop away. (laughs) (laughs) Seat's taken. (laughs) So um, my mother-in-law showed up and she was like helping us pick out or China and I bride chilled it and then when it was over and she left I went you fucking bridezilla and screamed at my now ex and then <laughs> I was like we're redoing this on another day for torture to prove a point good for you girl <laughs> thank you that seems like an, a reasonable you know response yeah. <laughs> I, th- I, I think you have to pretend you're bridezilla in front of the mother-in-law and then go ape shit on your man. We need like a term in between Bridezilla and Bridechilla. So maybe it's like Bride Manila because like you're neither here nor there and you're pretending to be something you're not just for the sake of keeping things chill. Bri- bride manipulativa. Benevolentativa. <laughs> yes, that's it. That's the one. Okay. The bridesmaid, uh, I'm sorry, your bridesmaids insist on wearing different dresses even though you already picked the one that works for your color scheme. Oh, man. You know, I'm going to be a bridechilla on this again. But here's why. Because as a designer, I'm very much pro dressing for you. Yes. And so that goes for the bridesmaids as well. No. But like, think about... (laughs) Here's why... We're going to argue about this. This is our first fight. This is our first fight. This is our first fight. Shit. Um, So if you have a bridesmaid that is a size 28 and a bridesmaid that's a size double zero, the dress that they pick 
it's very rare for something to feel like it's right for a zero and a 28. So it's so nice to feel like you have the choice. It's true. So pick a color maybe as a bride and pick a fabrication. Okay. And say, go for it, girls. You and know? you say fabrication because- Let's it, go, it, girls. It, oh my God. Shania. Shania yes. Way to sneak that in. Uh, <laughs> I did that for you. Thank you. We're I, really, over I really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, you won with Shania. Um, and also you say same um, fabric because if they're different fabrics, Fabrics, they don't look like the same color, right? Not ter- not typically. Yeah. Um, unless it's from the same designer and usually they use the same dye lot or the same color palette. Okay. Uh, but it can, it can be tricky, but you can really nail it too on a style aspect of it. How about this? So if, because I really do believe in that too. It's like, oh God, when I picked my bridesmaids dresses, they all happen to be like super tiny. So it kind of made it easy. But my sister and I are like, we're curvy girls. And so, but she was my maid of honor. So it was an easy breezy. I was like, you get to wear a special dress and they all have to wear matching dresses. But then my, my bridesmaids dresses caused massive problems, which was crazy. And what was so insane was I didn't even like, I... I wanted to put them in like poofy cupcakey things, but I didn't want them to feel uncomfortable. So I tried to pick stuff like according to their style sensibility and still no one was happy. It was the most frustrating thing in the world. It really is a lot of stress. And if like girls coming in with 11 bridesmaids, I'm like, oh my gosh. So I guess the best thing is, but how about this? Should you decide on a length? Like should everybody be in short or long or like midi? I I typically like keeping the length the same, Mm -hmm. Uh, especially if you're going to do different styles. It's kind of nice that they all feel... Like they're showing up to the same party. Exactly. It's, exactly. it's definitely different to do a short versus a long. Yeah. But again, it's it's really about the nuance of like coordinating it. And it's such an art. Like if you're going with different styles, different fabrications, and everybody's kind of in a different dress, if you want those pictures where they all look really harmonious, it takes a lot more work and effort for sure. It's but it can be tough. beautiful when it's when it's done really nicely. I'm just going to say bridezilla that shit and be like, <laughs> I'm the bride because that's what I did. So that's <laughs> all I got for you. Okay. Uh, it's time to get to my favorite segment of the podcast. It's called Bride into My DMs. So our listeners slide into our DMs with bridal questions for you guys. Fabulous. Yes. Okay. So, um, and they come from real actual people. I wish I had my bifocals so I could read the. Uh, eight and a half font. Oh my God, there's literally glasses in here. Perfection. Well, I guess I'm not as blind as I thought I was. Okay, so this one, because I want to read their names. Hold on a second. Oh, it's really that small, huh? It really is. That's what you said. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's why we're both divorced. Next. <laughs> Just kidding. Kidding. Okay, so this is from at A.E. Canzano. I apologize if I got it wrong, but I mean like, we're in the ballpark here. Okay, so if you already know the dress you want, but it's couture in a few years old, how do you find it? Ooh, okay. It's couture. And like, for example, I'm going to say too, like also, how many collections do you have at this point? Oh, gosh. We started in 2011, and we've done two collections a year since then. Holy shit. So we're on our 17th collection. Holy shit. And in each collection, you come up with at least... 20 dresses and are they all available right now or no no over the course we kind of taper edit the collections and it depends on what's performing well of course this is like the business mentality talking but um we we do have a lot of dresses there's there's a lot of skews but this could happen to a bride that wants a design by you so what would they do in that scenario so they would definitely slip and slide into my dm and ask me uh where she could what she could do to find it maybe we have it as a sample somewhere um, or we could try to rework it into the next season if it's something we believe in that could 
help with the collection. Wow. We can do that sometimes. Question though, should this bride be prepared to have to pay a premium for that request? If it's a custom dress, yes. Yeah. But uh, if it's something that we have something similar on the collection, maybe if she's open to trying something that looks similar. Also, like, honestly, the power of the internet is really great too because you can find dresses. There's a lot of girls that resell or things that you can find places you just have to be really careful because some of the sites overseas can kind of trick you and it's not a designer dress and it seems like it is are there any tips and tricks on how to avoid getting into that trap yeah it's mainly if it takes you to another site and it doesn't look legit and you look like you're if, if it looks like you're getting a deal that's too good to be true it's probably too good to be true especially if it's a designer image uh huh and then it says it's $250. Oh, God. Like, don't trust it. It's a trap. It's like when sushi's like for $4. You're I like, don't want it. Mm. Something should cost a little bit of money. It depends you on how hungry I am. <laughs> but yes, you make a valid point. <laughs> um, and for anybody who's wondering if they want to slide into your DMs, at Miss Haley Page. And Haley is H-A-Y-L-E. And P-A-I-G-E. Yeah, H-A-Y-L-E-Y. Sorry, you dropped the Y. Why would you do that? What's wrong with me? I can't read good. (laughs) Oh, I did drop the Y. I'm so sorry. Thank you for doing it. Okay. um, Let's go to at Lauren underscore Mata. Who should I bring to the dress shop with me? Definitely personal preference. Mm -hmm. I always love a good trusted friend that'll tell you the honest truth. That's always nice. And then, of course, either your mom or somebody that's very sentimental. Uh Um, But I do. I am a fan of limiting your entourage. To how many people? Oh, gosh. Just a few. Uh, especially because most of the bridal stores are pretty intimate and small anyway. Yeah. So you don't want to feel like you're bringing, you know, your favorite circus <laughs> to the store. But I get the whole camaraderie thing with it. So like what I always recommend is after you have your dress experience and you feel like you've made the choice, like go out and celebrate with cocktails and, and invite everybody to and join that everyone and take a take a ton of pictures and yeah. if you want to share your dress share it but it's also kind of fun keeping people in the dark about it sometimes I know, too right and letting keeping it very much a personal thing but is, again personal preference is there anybody you're saying you should not bring dress shopping with you no rules anymore i have brides even bringing their fiancés which is crazy that's crazy but it happens i and like it, some tradition to stay tradition yeah i, I get you i get you but it's like you do know. you believe that's bad luck no i don't believe in that at all no. but and I, like sometimes it's the cutest thing ever but um especially like if a bride has maybe lost her parents or you know a lot of these these girls have it's their best friend their partner is their best friend you know what and we have a lot of same sex too i feel that they'll shop in the same day so it's like it's pretty cool like no rules oh well that's good to know because i would like to know what my girlfriend soon to be fiance eventually wife would be wearing on our wedding day so i can compete with her ass (laughs) i like your fire (laughs) i like it a lot Okay, and then at Sarah.Leach2015, how do you overcome insecurities when dress shopping? Great question. So I think the most important thing to think about is that these samples you're trying on at stores are not made for you. So go in with the expectation of realizing that they're not going to show the true proportion of how it will fit you um, because it is such a limiting thing and it sucks that they can't have... You know, we can't have a ton of stock in the stores. So I always like to kind of teach and educate and tell them it's important to realize that the the power of dress up is all about getting in there, having a really trained sales consultant that can really guide you through it or going to a trunk show so you can meet the designer. Right. Um, and let them help you. 
and feel comfortable because that's really our job and that's that's something we really hold as a as a esteem and a thing that that we care about like we want you to feel like your best version of yourself and we want you to find that dress that is the ultimate goal it's not even if it's not my dress like at trunk shows I always love when a girl comes in and she finds her dress like that's it I want to be a design resource for her more than just say like buy a Haley page you know so that's that's kind of how I go into it and it can be really overwhelming and a lot of stores which are great which are great have huge dressing rooms uh-huh. so if you feel that like you don't want to come out and do the whole mirror thing uh-huh. you don't have to like stay in the the room and have your moment and you know be yourself um and do it your way because everyone's shopping experience is different i feel like through the eyes of Haley page there are no rules and i love that there's no rules i love that give me those rules i'm eat them Fuck them rules. <laughs> um, Haley, thank you so much for joining us. Of course. Thank you. And you guys make sure to check out everything Haley. Um, you can go to HaleyPage.com. Again, that's H-A-Y-L-E-Y-P-A-I-G-E.com. Correct. Um, also, at Miss Haley Page on Instagram. Also, your YouTube. Oh, yes. Our YouTube. Very exciting. Um, we just revamped it. And we have a new series called Just Got Paged. And... You know, it's so funny because so many people are just hopping over to YouTube right now, but I feel like this has really been a very purposeful thing because we want to create videos where brides feel like they can come to us for educational things about the shopping process. Why are wedding dresses so expensive? What should I expect from my fitting? And, you know, there's so many people doing that for fitness and beauty and not a lot are doing it for the wedding mm-hmm. world. And so I want to be a person that, you know, what women across the board can rely on, women and men, but, you know, just have that area to kind of educate and, and give them something. To You're it. there to hold their hands yes. to this very scary, very expensive process. Yes. Yes. Correct. I have one last question before I let you go. I totally forgot and I read it and I want to ask it. What kind of underwear should we be wearing on our wedding day for reals? Spanks, thongs, granny panties. You tell me. It depends on your situation. And I'll say that with a wink, uh-huh. go girl power. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I believe in, in kind of basing it off of the dress you're wearing. Okay. Because if you're in a form-fitted crepe that clings to your body, you're going nundies. Yep. Okay. There, there are no underwear. Under nundies. There. Nundies. <laughs> um, but if you're in a big ball gown and you just want to be comfortable, like, you know, whatever. You can change into something sexier after it gets stripped off of you. Later on. You know? Exactly. <laughs> but you do kind of want to be comfortable. And, and no one's really going to see that. Even when... You know, your partner's taking off the garter. Like, let's get real. Like, you guys, the statistics say that like 75% of couples don't have sex on their wedding night. So, like, don't even worry about that. Yeah, don't worry. (laughs) I wouldn't worry. I'd just be comfortable. You're going to be in the dress. The dress is the focal point. So, don't worry. Shoes, however, you know, you want to be comfortable. But if you're going to be like wearing a slit or something in your dress, you might want something. It's a little spicier. Snazzy. I know. Haley, thank you so much. You're welcome. And you guys, thank you so much for tuning in this week to Betches Brides. Is that what we're called? Yep, Betches Brides. <laughs> uh, make sure to review, rate, and subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell your family about it. And it, please don't be stingy with those stars, okay? We like five stars. We like good reviews. You are paying us with your reviews. And if you tag us at Betches Brides in like a story or a post, um, you'll definitely get a like back and you might even get a repost. That's it for us this week, guys. Back again next week. Signing off. This is Taylor Strecker. Betches